0: My name is Sheriff Rowdy and I started my day in eighteen seventy
1: nine in the Dakotas, but this little lady says I am now in nineteen
0: forty four France. She's being chased by these men named Nazis. It's like they got the devil. Well, she needs a good partner and I'm not one to leave someone to fight evil alone.
1: Get the rip-roaring adventure of Cowboys vs. Nazis at MythMart.com or Amazon. And now, enjoy this free JSO
0: Modcast show. everyone and welcome welcome to a brand new episode of my public life as an american nerd i'm your host kevin and joining me today i feel like he hasn't been on the show for a little bit and when he is you know it's kind of sporadic but mr christian Nakorda thank you for joining me again today thank you for being here man it's so thank you for having me i'm glad to be here man you're like you're like a you're like um an unofficial co-host of the show for the most part, which I love. I love having you here. I love being here and thank you. Yeah. Anytime, man. Of course, man. Yeah. It's always fun having you uh, on the show. Um, Guys on today's show, we're going to be talking about um, a lot of stuff. You know, I I didn't even think about it till like you brought it up, Christian, but you have experience in the animation field and um, we have this, Uh, report come out by uh, Vulture uh, about the, uh, you know, behind the scenes stuff on across the Spider-Verse and how much, you know, deadlines they were under and how often they were changing things and how many people, over 100 people walking off the job and everything like that because of their experience on this movie. Um, We're going to talk about that a little bit and I'd love to get your perspective, uh, especially considering, you know, you kind of you know, you you went to school for animation, so you, you kind of know what to expect, things like that. So um, I think that'd be a really, really fascinating thing to talk about. So we will talk about that. Um, Christian had the opportunity to see a couple new movies that opened this past weekend. Um, both he um, got a chance to check out Asteroid City and No Hard Feeling. So we'll talk about those as well. I personally, I unfortunately haven't had the chance to go check them out, um, but I'm very curious to see what Christian has to say about them. Um and then we're also going to talk about uh, IGN uh, released their list of twenty five greatest movie action movies of all time. So I love to break that down a little bit, kind of go down the list, talk about some of our favorite movies, and um, talk about that a little bit. Um, also, a couple quick uh, tidbits about San Diego Comic Con this year, as well as uh, Nintendo uh, directing a whole bu- or announcing a whole bunch of stuff during their Nintendo Direct uh, early or a few days ago. So um, that'll be fun. That'll be exciting. So we'll talk about that. But before we get to any of that, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for checking out the show. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, we really, really appreciate all of you. Um, If it's not for you, this podcast probably would just fall on deaf ears. And I'm happy it doesn't. I'm happy that people listen. I'm happy that people are digging the show. Uh, One way you can help us, though, you know, other than listening, which is awesome, but If you can like and subscribe wherever you listen to it, that would be awesome. Also, if you can share the show, share the show with someone who might appreciate it, someone who likes this kind of talk and these kind of topics, someone who likes my awkward hosting style. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it goes to show anyone can do it, man. It's a lot of fun. And if, um, you know, I I enjoy doing it. So, yeah, if you guys can just get the word out, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. And that would be super, super helpful. so, Christian, let's start with a couple movies you saw this past weekend, because I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to hear about it. Uh, so let's let's start off by talking about uh, Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, um,
1: we saw we saw it last night. I, it, You know, it's kind of the first Wes Anderson movie I've seen in a while because um, I didn't see
0: the what was the last one? It was like a
1: French something. I forget. What it was French called.
0: Dispatch. Yeah, I, Dispatch. I did. I tried. So listen, just real quick. I love Wes Anderson. I think he's great, especially his earlier stuff is fantastic. Mm-hmm. There was a certain point, I think French Dispatch was the one that kind of like, I couldn't finish it. I couldn't. Ooh, it.
1: Wow. It was
0: like, that's, this is a lot of Wes Anderson. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. It just wasn't my speed. And I've heard the same from, other people who are fans yes. just didn't really care for it much. But anyways, yeah, French Dispatch was his last one.
1: I, I've heard the same. Um, I, I've seen like a lot of his, I can't say that I've seen everything. Um, Darjeeling, um obviously Rush Rushmore, Royal Tannenbaum, right. like oh. uh the, the big ones. Um, this I thought was kind of right up his alley. I thought this was kind of like a good balance between like his artsy fartsy style, um, his comedy, his storytelling. I think it all kind of came together i would say this was in my opinion probably one of the better ones yeah. uh the the cast like always is 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 incredible and really kind of if you're not paying attention you won't notice till halfway through the it's like holy crap that's hold this whole time um, no Bill
0: murray this time no bill
1: murray that's you, you know i think but uh we won't. i kind of feel like tom hanks came in and did the job of of like what bill murray would have done <laughs>
0: makes
1: sense um it i mean they could have also steve carell maybe took that role i'm not quite sure um nice. Uh, But, yeah, like, there were some people that I didn't realize were in the movie. Uh, There are some people that, like, are credited in the movie amazingly uh, because, like, if Blinken, you'll miss it, uh, basically. But I think that's really cool. Uh, The story was a lot of fun. He does have such a particular way of shooting, um, and he kind of takes everything down to, like, like, really, you've got to appreciate the script. Because, like, you know, it's such a, like his style is so deadpan, right? Like the delivery of stuff. So um, it's kind of really cool to see like within the confines and the constrictions of like how he shoots and tells a story, what the actors choose to do, because I think like, you know, be within that limitation, there's some like beautiful things that can happen. Uh, Jason Schwartzman, obviously like a a huge standout. Um, Love that guy. Like almost everything he does, if not everything that I've seen him in, I love him. Um, He's so funny uh, and so natural with everything um scarlet also i you know it's crazy i was thinking about it the other day like scarlet started so young and she's just been in like movies for the last like what 25 years and you don't you know and you know i'm older than her i think by like months if not like this a year or so um so you don't realize like man we've just kind of like grown up together but i she has really i think like grown into that sounds weird to say like feel like a weird uncle saying that but like
0: no I know what you mean I think
1: like every movie she just gets better and better and better and like the stuff she was doing in this was so subtle but like heartbreaking and uh really like kind of tortured and sad almost like she has this like really tragic character in a way that's still funny and quirky like all the other characters um really cool it gets super artsy partsy because there's kind of like a subplot and like like the story main story is kind of a subplot anyway um but still beautifully shot i i feel like we've all just like the world the art artistic world in general has like just been enabling wes anderson's obsessive compulsive yeah. disorder and we're all like, we love it. Keep more OCD, please. Cause like he he's all right angles, right? Like right. all every shot, like he doesn't do like a three-quarter, like everybody's either looking directly like towards camera or like uh, exactly at a right camera. Even his camera room star was like doop, 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 doop. that's great. You know yeah. what I mean? Um yeah. and it's cool, it's cool. I, I feel like I can kind of feel it in my head, but it's so it was weird, it was kind of an empty theater. I wanted to laugh so loud at some of the stuff, but I was like embarrassed to laugh so loud, but man there was some really really funny like dry comedy yeah. bits in that movie but i i highly recommend it i think especially if you're a Wes Anderson fan i think this might be like especially after the last one i think you'll be really happy to see this
0: good i'm glad i'm glad i'm really i am excited to see it i think um his earlier stuff is just like it's masterclass in filmmaking it's mm-hmm. like it's and like you said he uses his own style and his used his own angles that are so distinctively his yeah. like even his animated stuff, like mm-hmm. the Fantastic Mr. Fox, was all shot in that way. Like it was, he has, yeah. And I like the way you put it. We're kind of letting his, you know, we're allowing his OCD. And I think that's good, though. I think that's a good thing, especially for people who suffer from certain mental health um uh, ailments like that. Like they, they, they need an outlet, right? And the fact that a bunch of people are responding to that, you know, and I. And I think that's that's really fantastic. You know, I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the earlier stuff of Rushmore, of course, and Royal Tenenbaums Bombs is well. oh, like I, I love, love that. Royal Tenon Bombs, like it's a perfect movie, even his stuff like Bottle Rocket, Moonrise Kingdom was really good too. Ooh, right. He, you know, uh, his work with Bruce Willis and that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, oh, um, Grand Budapest Hotel was another one that we actually have a poster of it hanging in our in our um, hallway. My wife's oh, nice. a massive fan. And um, yeah, we absolutely love that movie. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So so you definitely recommend people go check it out if yeah. Out. yeah. Um if yeah, I I it's not going to be for everybody. You know, if you know what you're getting into.
1: Uh, I I I you know, I've, I don't want to take credit for this, but like I've heard other people say this. Wes Anderson is kind of a genre onto himself, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. his movies are are Wes Anderson movies. So, if you know what you're getting into and you are a fan of Wes Anderson, I think this is going to be uh, like one that you're going to enjoy. Uh for sure.
0: So, well, awesome. Man. I'm so happy stuff. to hear that. Um so let's talk about the next one. Uh, no Hard Feelings starring Jennifer Lawrence. Um, the Matthew Broderick's in it too, right? Like yes. <laughs> um, I don't know the kid's name who who plays the, the, oh God, the, the son. Um, but, uh, you know, one thing I was thinking about this movie earlier was like, it's been a long time since we've had like, a just like, I, I don't know how raunchy it is, but it feels like it's going to be like, I don't even want to say American Pie, like I, it, hangover type, like just like, balls falls to the walls kind of just like humor, you know. And I think I think it's great when a studio puts those out because people really respond to it. Like people love those things. They don't cost a lot of money to make, they're super profitable. Um and yeah, and Jennifer Lawrence is fantastic. I know that already. Um, but yeah, tell us what you thought about No Hard Feelings, man. I don't know if I just talked it up too much and no, you know, not no. to go. It. Uh, um, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. What how do you think about it?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in that but like I love, I kind of I don't want to say I grew up on that, I was a, like a full adult but you know like the Apatow the oh, Joe yeah. Apatow like era of like and I, I I don't know that I would lump this movie in with like the American pies, I think I would put this closer to and now I'm getting like super specific but I would put this more with like the Forgetting Sarah Marshall or the oh, yeah. I Love the I love You Man because there's a very like truly like it it, it a heartfelt um, kind of wholesome and like you know
0: I love you emotional mate. yeah go ahead. Just I actually watched it when I was up in my hotel room in Seattle because it was on HBO and I forgot how great that movie is I love that movie. funny yeah. it is how like just heartfelt it is like it hits you um but anyways go ahead yeah I I felt like this this kind of the the
1: I think of all of those movies. My favorite was Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think it taught me a lot about like storytelling too, because like that's a movie. If if you haven't watched it recently, like it's a movie where every character is likable. Like mm-hmm. even the like antagonist is like he even says he's like man I I'm, I should hate you but you're so cool like um, and I I I think that's like a real magical thing that people like you know scriptwriters and storytellers can do is is make you like kind of enjoy everybody. Um, this movie was definitely like a ranch comedy i think i think it's kind of nice to get back to that because it's been it has it has been so long you know what i mean there's also been that question of like when you go back to a lot of those movies there's a lot of things things have changed in the last like 10-15 years you know and like even things like the office like could you do that again right? right like and you know i i think this is they kind of address that in the movie there's a scene where you know she goes to like a party and everybody's giving her a hard time and she said stuff she says stuff that like I I find like I would probably say, but then people are like that's very homophobic and they'll like put out a phone she's like, oh no, that that didn't mean like that and like she's like yeah. c- completely backtracking and like you know um, like kind of her dealing with like the younger generation of now and pretending to be young but you know our, our youth was so different to like you know a lot of like this generation's youth mm-hmm. um th- hilarious, hilarious stuff uh jennifer jennifer lawrence is is fantastic like it's crazy that like she does hasn't done a comedy like this before like like i i I don't know what else to call this like the kind of cameron diaz
0: like comedies of the 2000s i mean it Uh, is is slapstick to an extent right yeah our modern version of slapstick comedy which is great which is fantastic
1: her slapstick was great um i think she was funnier at the awkward parts like there was a lot of awkward moments in there. There is a scene in this I had no like holy crap, uh ridiculous. There's a fight on the beach, I'll say that much. Uh, and it was just so unexpected. And that. it was it was like that weird, crazy laughter because it's so funny, but also you like so unexpected. So it's like that nervous kind of energy that I felt from the crowd. Um, and then it immediately gets into like it's so funny. But I gotta say that I gotta find that kid's name. Um, the 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 lead 19 year old boy, um, the premise, if you don't know, like um, there's a, a boy whose parents are helicopter parents and they um, are pay- they are offering a car to Jennifer Lawrence's character. She's in her early 30s. She needs a car to make money uh, with Uber. And they basically if you date, quote unquote, date my son, uh, then we'll give you the Buick. Uh, and that's kind of the premise. It's a classic premise for like, you know, like one of these raunchy comedies, raunch comms. Um, but man, that kid—I
0: don't want to call him a kid. I'm sure he's like 20 or something now. So his name is Andrew Barth Freeman. Yes. Um. He is. He was born May 7, 2002. Upsetting. <laughs> so upsetting. yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, he's like 21. Um. He, he was fantastic. I know he has like a musical background.
0: Apparently, he does. He uh, did a lot of um. Did well High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um I'll play. But yeah, it looks like he did have some uh like like a musical experience on here. Yeah, he sure. does have a, a chance to show that off in this
1: movie, and I, my eyes are watering just thinking about that part because it's it's kind of like it hits really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh man, um, I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't like amazing, but I like just kind of a return to that comedy. Yeah, fun, you know? Um, and you know, she was great, it was really heartfelt. Um, yeah, I, I I I don't regret this weekend. I, I'm glad I didn't because it was almost Fast X, man. Really, really close to that being my weekend. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad I went this route with everything. So it was really good.
0: Well, cool. I'm happy to hear that. Um, and yeah, you know, like you said, you know, we did kind of grow up in a different generation, right, where things were different and things were said. And, and there's already kind of been some <clears throat> pushback on this film. Uh, due to its content and due to its the idea that the parents are trying to set up their kid to date quote unquote this 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 girl um and the directors are basically just like look like it's a movie it's a fake premise yeah, it's not wanted to do something um and then there's this whole other thing with Jennifer Lawrence um nudity which is you know uh it's just it, it's kind of going around twitter like it's this you know a bunch of these alpha quote males are getting you know just because of the context of it and and i i don't know the context of it but they're like it's coming under fire because of the way it's presented because it's not presented like in a sexual manner it's presented in a different way so
1: like there is i've i've had this conversation with um with a couple of people i think we might have talked about this before but i think like our generation i think we might have talked about this before but i some i realized this talking to a lot of people that grew up with around the same time as us i growing up was if it was a violent movie my parents were not even they have fun oh yeah but if there if there was nudity it was like oh my god you know what i mean um so we kind of grew up with that but like you know there's also a difference between it's it's about the context so like I remember talking to Dana about this and like her, she was watching, I, I can't remember which B- Polly Shore movie it was. I think it was one where he was like a farmer, but oh, there's a son-in-law. Son-in-law. Right. And there's, I guess there's a scene comedy, but right. It was yeah. Polly Shore naked from back view. But like her mom had to happen to just walk in right as that scene. But came It no, works. Right. Exactly. And she's like, what are you guys watching? They're like, mom, it's just Polly Shore. And she, you know, they never finished the movie. Um, and that's, the context of it, this was comedy nudity like it was the, probably one of the funniest moments in the yeah. whole thing uh it and, was that was kind of what i was talking about it was so ridiculous and everybody was just like dying like i couldn't even see because i was laughing so hard so my eyes are too squinty it was so funny um funny. and she handled it like a boss i thought it was hilarious like i kind of forgot about that but um yeah i don't know cool. I, I think that's ridiculous um yeah there's i think people boys if you haven't figured this out now, you can separate nudity from sexuality. Like nudity 100%, positive, yeah. always equal. Uh, yeah. Sexual content. So
0: whatever. Yeah, right. no, for sure. So yeah, definitely check those out. Uh, they're out now. Asteroid city, no hard feelings. Go check them out. Unfortunately, I probably won't be able to, I think the next movie we're going to really have time to go see is a uh, dial of destiny, Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny, which I'm my, my expectations are tempered, you know, no, Cautious, man. cautiously optimistic yes, is where I'm yes. going to be. Um, we actually watched the first, uh, we watched uh, Raiders of Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and The Last Crusade uh, over the last couple days. Uh, man, those movies just so. I'm sitting here like just like me and Eli are like we're not talking the whole time, but we're like you know we've, we've seen them, but like just talking about the filmmaking and talking about how even he agrees like they don't make movies like that anymore. You know like even the cgi like my daughter it's her first time pretty much watching these but she's even like she we were talking about it and she's like yeah she's like the cgi you can tell it's there but it was still better than the flash (laughs) you know what i mean like it's this weird thing where i mean that can be said for a lot of modern um blockbuster you know there's a scene in uh, the last crusade where he's running on the trains at the beginning, you know, when he's younger and he's running away from, from the, um, the the thug or the, or the the archaeologists are like, that was made today. That would all be green screen. Yeah. That, that lion would be like fake, like, you know, it would just look horrible, but those movies, they just like, they, they just go and take off. Now we got to watch crystal skull. Um, You know, what's funny not to interrupt. I saw this
1: really fat. It was on TikTok, but it was like uh, an interview with him and Phoebe Waller. Uh, mm-hmm. for the new movie and he just did like um, just like uh, really quick and then this or that this or that uh, and then you know he was like what's more important Wendy's whip or the song and they both agreed the theme song but one of the things I found really interesting he was like um, Temple of Doom or Crystal Skull and then Phoebe Waller was like Temple of Doom and then Harrison Ford
0: said Crystal Skull really interesting wow. that is interesting was- and, and I'm one of those who, who doesn't I don't hate Crystal Skull I don't think it's a I don't think it's a horrible movie, but I don't think it's a great movie either. I think it's just kind of like, it's fine. Like, I, mm. it's not one of the, like the original trilogy to me is like the good ones. And then Crystal Skull, I'll watch, you know, like I'm going to watch it this week to, to be able to go watch *Dial and Destiny. Not to be yeah. able to, but to be fully up to date, you know. And even the uh, young, event, young Indiana Jones Chronicles are on Disney Plus as well. <laughs> That's awesome. So that series with uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, I believe.
1: Yeah, Powder. Yeah. Well. yeah I'm I, remember I,
0: was, uh, I remember seeing a couple episodes actually when i was younger and actually quite enjoying it so mm-hmm. um well I'm-, I'm
1: gonna do something different in preparation i'm gonna watch uh rewatch logan and then i'm okay. gonna rewatch ford versus oh. ferrari there um, you go and
0: James then James. and then i'll be ready yeah hopefully uh hopefully he doesn't let us down i'm I'm pretty i'm i'm, I'm excited for it i think i'm i'm pretty stoked so more yeah. indie you know you can't really can't complain about that um I'm just afraid it's going to pull out some tears. I don't want the tears, man. <laughs> I don't want the tears. Um, so yeah, so uh, we're going to check that out. But yeah, check out No Hard Feelings at Asteroid City. So uh, let's talk about Across the Spider-Verse. Not only did it reclaim the top spot again this weekend at the box office, that movie is just oh. like a juggernaut that just won't end, which is awesome. Like, I'm yeah. so happy to see it. Uh, there was a report that came out from Vulture, uh, earlier this week so um, basically what it is is you know these four anonymous artists who worked on the movie uh, basically came out and we're talking about how harsh the working conditions were on the film um, they also basically said that there's no way like absolutely no way 100% like it's not going to happen that Beyond the Spider-Verse will come out in 2024 um, 2025 2026 Uh, at the latest but they said there's no possible way that that movie is going to hit its deadline Um, anyways they came out talking about um, Phil Lord specifically and his management style and how he had them redoing things you know sometimes they'd have to do scenes five six times over they were working these you know 14 15 hour days they were just constantly under pressure to get things perfect Um, they claimed that it caused 100 people to walk away from the movie, walk away from the studio, um, because of this kind of, um, I guess, OCD, we can call it, <laughs> to make sure everything's perfect. Um, so, and then in response to that, Amy Pascal, the, uh, you know, one of the producers, you know, the producer of the movie and all the Spider-Man, all the Marvel stuff over at um, Sony, uh, she basically came out and said, listen, like, you know, this is her quote, um, uh, she said over a thousand artists and techs worked on across the Spider-Verse and so it's unsurprising that as much as 10% of that would choose to depart the film, which she admits involved major narrative and visual overhauls. She adds, if the story isn't right, you have to keep going until it is, I guess, welcome to making a movie. Um, so that's her official response. So. Christian let me let me throw it over to you real quick um so you you went to animation you studied animation um and you kind of have some experience in the field a little what would you say to this article are you surprised at all by this is this something that I mean honestly as someone who's from the outside in I'm unfortunately not surprised by it just because it is kind of making a movie and when something's that good. And, it, you know, the thing is, all these people that did this, it shows on screen, right? Like yeah. you can tell, you can see the effort, you can see that they were perfectionists and made it the right way. Um, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? I mean, I'm not, obviously, I'm not asking you to pick sides at all. So don't say, I'm with yeah. you, this or that. What do you think about it? What are your thoughts?
1: As, as, and coming from the perspective of the artist, and, like here here's the thing because I know like I don't know if this is like a generational thing too um you know because like we we've, we've been hearing this for the last like how many months that whole idea of like quiet quitting and you know what I mean yeah. like how like gen Z like their 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 lifespan at, at a place of work is, is a lot shorter than like you know generations before um so because you know we, we there was always this understanding even be, long before you got into the industry like school trains us for that right? Like we had crazy workloads um, as like art school works you really hard. Um, Art school is not easy. Uh, And I think that's kind of like one of the important things about, you know, art school is having (laughs) friends to get through it with, you know, like you have to be able to share in the suffering, um, I think. But we were, we'd known about that, you know, South Park famously Right. They they at least I don't know how it is now, but the what the way it always was, it was like they pay you a full year's worth. You only work six months out of the year. But those six months that you're working, you're sleeping under your desk. Like, yeah, you know, that stays to air thing. Right. Like, right. Exactly. So okay. this is how they can have such like topical, you know, storylines um, that week drop is because they everybody knew, you know, that you're you're signing up for this. You know what I mean? Also, like if you're not going to achieve greatness without this hard work so yeah i agree like maybe i'm okay waiting right i'm okay waiting like the idea that arcane that one season of arcane six episodes of that um mm. was six years in the making almost seven years in the making right and that's amazing right but that's that's what we're talking about like if if you don't want to and, and i'm sure people at Fortiche would have said that they got overworked too but i think everybody there was happy to do it It sounds like everybody was so passionate about this. Like, you know, like they want to see it through. So I think the other important part is like just making sure that everybody on the team is on the same page. You know what I mean? Because like there might be people that are like, I'm not willing. This isn't my bag. You know, I'm just, this is a job for me. Um,
0: And you know, and that's okay, right? Like sometimes it's okay to walk away from something that feels. and we kind of talked about this just a minute before we started about how overworking sucks. Like it sucks. Like it's not good. It's I don't think anyone honestly. I'm under the impression that people should work Monday through Fridays at the most. Saturdays and Sundays off. Uh, people should work forty hours, not be required to work more. Like it should be this weird. We have this weird. It it is a general generational thing, but it's not because like, I also come from the generation that's like, you need to work. You basically work, make money, retire and die. Right. Like that's your life. But like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Like, that's not fun to me. Like, that's not something I want to do. Um, And we can say, yeah, these people have really cool jobs because they're working on movies or working on animated stuff. Like they're doing their dream. But it's like, guys, even your dreams—it does take a lot of work. It's not easy. It's work. It's all—it's all work. And nobody wants to work, 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 and then die. You know what I mean? I think the the
1: scary thing is like finding that balance because I, I, you know, when you're working a creative job like that, when you're like proud of the work that you're doing, you know, you you want, especially you know, like if you're a perfectionist, you just want you don't want to finish until it's ready. Right. And like, or you, you don't want to call it until, you know, it's like perfect or exactly what you wanted to do. And it's like, how do you do that? And not overwork. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and still release something in a timely matter. The, the, the thing is when you asked, like, if this was a surprise, no, we've been hearing this through video games, through any animated thing. It all has to do with animation, right? It all has to do with animation because it just takes a lot of work. So I feel like if you look at like the phase four Marvel stuff, compared to everything oh yeah for it it looks worse like ant-man looked bad and i think it's just again i'm gonna bring this back to jpec man i just think he was fast forwarding on too many of these timelines um and it was i think they were just like this is our machine video games will release before they're done just to to do the release date and then they'll continue working on it like is that the solution you know what i mean like I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer. You know what I mean? I, I just have a perspective and like, I get, I get being in the trenches and like wanting to do good, but I also get like not wanting to be overworked. Cause like, you know, in the end, like, I don't know. It just depends. There are some people like, that's fine. If my name's attached to this, I'll happily, um, you know, I just want people to associate my work with the best stuff they've ever seen. You know? And I totally understand that. And there are artists who are willing to do that. Um but I, I say that, and I think like I'll say this: thirty hours on a painting is is, boom. Any if you're spending if you're spending like ninety hours on a painting, that's too long. Right? <laughs> it's a long time. That's a long time. So, and also like as as an artist, you get paid. It's not like you get paid hourly. If you if somebody's commissioned you for work, you get paid X amount. So the longer you spend on something, the less you're getting paid, right? I think studio stuff that's different because you are it's salary, it's hourly, or whatever they're doing there. Um, that's fine. But, you know, I don't know. As I came from the toy industry, I did work on some animation stuff. I have slept under my desk. Um, I've, nice. I've had projects where like, you know, within the span of a month, I lost like 20 pounds. I feel like I aged like uh, 30 years in that, in that time. You know, there's a lot of stress. I had a, a mental breakdown on a project. You know what I mean? Like, like that. that's just kind of it. That's also kind of why I got out of it. And that's why I'm teaching right um, now because it's i find it one more satisfying and it, it doesn't cost my mental health as much as
0: that's good that's yeah. good you stepped away you know when to call it quits so um yeah let us know what you all think um yeah it's a kind of a crazy situation are you guys excited for beyond the spider verse let's know what your thoughts on that are coming up um just real quick just a couple of quick tidbits i wanted to get to um San Diego Comic Con 2023, man, looking pretty bare this year. A um, bunch of major studios have pulled out and said they're not going. Uh, well, not even pulled out; they just announced they're not going. Uh, Hall H uh, looks to be a pretty barren this year. Um, things like uh, Marvel isn't going to be there. D- uh, you know, um, what was it? Uh, Sony Marvel. Uh, Universal, HBO, Netflix, and possibly Lucasfilm um, won't be there. Um, We only have a couple big studios left that who knows if they're going to be there, which are Warner Brothers, Paramount, Lionsgate, and some Disney, I guess. So some Disney can still possibly be there. Um, We'll see what that means. The schedule is the panels and stuff like that are going to be announced July 5th. So we'll see if You know, I know a lot of people go to these things obviously for that. That's kind of what San Diego Comic Con has become. Um, But hey, maybe it just puts more focus on the artists and the writers and all that stuff, you know? It Uh, sounds like
1: Comic Con's kind of reverting back to the way it used to be before all the craziness, which is, Uh, which is, might not be the worst thing. You know, I I know there was that whole thing with like uh, E3 this year was completely canceled Uh, because nobody signed up like none of the studios everybody's doing their own thing you know bethesda does their own thing now blizzard's doing their own thing like everybody has their own showcase so it's like i get it marvel did the same thing it's been a few years now you know what i mean i think every now and then they'll pop in i think last year or the year before they popped in and made some a couple of announcements yeah Uh, but marvel already we you know it's they've been dropping out you know um i am actually going this year it's my first time going in 2009 (laughs) Um, but I never go to the panels. I just feel like it's a huge waste of time. People are like camping outdoors to go to a panel, and you're missing everything on the show. So on this floor. I, I kind of just, I, I'm more. There's a lot of things I don't. I. It's not just movies. Like I like comics still. I, I obviously am a toy collector. Um. So you know, there's a lot of other things that I, I'm there for. Um. Uh. It's it's a little tricky. A little tricky because you know I, I I'm not getting. I I'm basically uh I'm Evelyn i'm gonna be evelyn for uh this so this will be a Yay. little a little scary but we'll we'll see i've done it before i've given my badge away so you know this this will be my turn now so oh, cool
0: but, yeah. Well, man, yeah let us know what you think by the way when you when you go we would love to hear We would love to get a full report here on american America. yeah i'll try to get um good footage and stuff awesome very cool. Um, let's move on to a little bit of Nintendo news, which I'm super, super excited for. They did their um, uh, their summer Nintendo Direct, where they announced a bunch of new stuff coming. Um, most notably a um, uh, a remake of Super Mario RPG, which I absolutely love that game. Uh, it came out for Super Nintendo. Um, never really hasn't been touched. I mean, you've seen elements of it in things like Paper Mario and stuff like that, but not a full remake of that game or another RPG in title in the series um but yeah they're remaking that from the ground up for the nintendo switch um also coming out with a really really fun game called super mario brothers wonder which is a 2d side-scrolling adventure takes us back to the style of like new super mario brothers um and in this one you get to play as elephant mario as well oh Uh,
1: that's what that was okay Uh,
0: looks really cool cool. um so there's going to be a Princess Peach game coming in 2024, which kind of surprised me that it's her first game. I could have sworn she had another game, but I guess she didn't. This is going to be for her first starring role in a game, which is pretty cool. Um, there's going to be a visually enhanced port of Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, which is part two, came out for the 3DS, um, which I quite enjoyed. I've loved all the Luigi's Mansion's games so far, uh, so I'm really excited to get my hands on that remake. Uh, there's going to be another uh, WarioWare game coming, a more DLC for Mario Mario Brothers or Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Um, They also announced a sequel to Detective Pikachu is on the way, um, which is the uh, sequel to the game Detective Pikachu. So I don't know if any of you guys ever played that. I'm not a big Pokemon guy, so I never got around to it, but I've heard it's great. I've heard it's a lot of fun. And it's what the movie is kind of based off of. Uh, There's a new Dragon Quest entry coming out. Um, Excuse me. There's a co-op title called Manic Maniacs Mechanics on July 13th. that comes out. Um, and they're also talking about uh, the new Sonic, Sonic Superstars, Metal Gear Solid, Master Collection, Volume 3 might be, Volume 1 will be coming to the Switch, uh, which is kind of cool, kind of a version that'll play on the Switch. Uh, Myth Force, Palia, Silent Hope, Penny's Big Breakaway, Persona 5, Tactica, wow. uh, along with Switch ports of the Ark batman arkham trilogy uh, which is actually kind of cool very cool play those on the go and listen like i think a lot of these games like bioshock did it too like when the bioshock collection came out for the switch i was a little hesitant because i i have played all those games on all the systems available before that I got the switch and man they are i wouldn't say they're the best versions of the game But they're really good, like excellent versions of the game. You're not really sacrificing a whole lot. Uh, It's great. Yeah, it's great. So I'm pretty excited for this Batman uh, Arkham Trilogy on the Switch. That should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to play those games again either. I haven't played them. And I've been loving my Switch a lot. Listen, we have a PS5. I haven't really touched it lately. I have my Resident Evil 4. I'm still playing through the remake and stuff on it. But um, Tears of the Kingdom has been taking all of my attention. But I prefer playing on the Switch because I can just... I'm in my own little zone yeah and, yeah you know I got the OLED model so it's got like the bigger screen it looks prettier I'm like I can't complain <laughs> um, so I'm pretty excited to uh, do these uh, Mario or do these uh, Batman Arkham games on the Switch. Um, one more quick tidbit before we get to the IGN list of uh, 25 greatest movies of all time. I'm actually pretty excited for this because I was a big fan of the show and I was pretty sad when it ended. But uh, Brian Brian Cranston has um, has confirmed that they're officially working on a Malcolm in the Middle revival series or movie or something. He Whoa. he was doing an interview with Andy Cohen for Watch What Happens Live um, and someone had asked what are the odds of a Malcolm in the Middle reunion or something happening and he said, "Well, like an 8 out of 10. He's like, "I'm honestly rewriting a script right now. We've been going through story ideas and plot details and he's like, "I don't know if it's going to be a movie yet or like a limited series or something, but it's in the works and it's going to happen. So um, yeah, that should be a lot of fun. I'm pretty, you know, that makes me very, very happy. I love that show. I, mean, yeah. I think, uh, I think it's a really fun show. It's kind of a shame hearing about Frankie Muniz and all the stuff he was going through and stuff at the mm-hmm. time. It wasn't anything like abusive or anything like that. He just had a lot of um, it was a lot of cognitive issues and a lot of mental health stuff going right. on, but, um, but otherwise uh, the set seemed to be pretty happy play like he enjoyed going like no 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 bad no hard feelings no, nothing bad so um yeah it'll be cool to see i'm excited for it i think it'll be very very uh, fun and i'm looking forward to it so that's awesome that's yeah, great definitely definitely brian cranston man that guy listen i haven't breaking bad is one of my big 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 blind spots um that i have you no
1: not before. have you not. oh man
0: not watch breaking bad oh, I... you,
1: well you don't know how happy that makes me i'm jealous that you get to watch it I've, the first me time. And
0: my wife, I've been planning on it for years like it's one of those things and I, I even hear better call saul is incredible mm-hmm. um so we have our work cut out for us but we're excited to dive into that world whenever. i
1: will say this and because this is what happened to me when i because i was a little late to breaking bad i think by the time it was airing the second third season I started it so and then I caught up but yeah I had the whole thing because to me before that Brian Cranston I just always thought of hell so so like the first couple episodes I kept like (laughs) like (laughs) laughing and then realizing I'm like this it's muscle memory you know what I mean it's just I just expect it and then like you start to it starts to sink in you're like this is not funny like (laughs) at all like oh my god um and then you, your understanding of Brian becomes very, very different. Um, God, he's so good. He's so good. Also, I, um, Aaron, Aaron Paul, that, that that cast. I can't. I'm so excited for you guys.
0: Oh yeah, we're, uh, we're gonna check it out. Uh, probably you might do it soon. The kids are gonna be gone for a couple weeks, so we really. I'm serious. I, th- I think I would put Breaking
1: Bad as my all
0: time favorite series. That's what um, I, dude, I've heard it's incredible
1: yeah they knew when to end it they ended just right The, the end the last season two is like perfect uh, yeah. i i cried uh for different reasons You're, if you get emotional it'll just it's like exhaustion almost like oh my god i survived like i made it um right. it's so good so
0: very cool yeah so i'm excited to check that out um all right so let's move on to the ign 25 greatest action movies of all time so we're gonna do it's gonna go down the list right we're just gonna go down the list um and then at the end, uh, what we could do is talk about our, you know, some of our favorites off that list, maybe pick like two or three that we really, really gravitate to and what would be in kind of in our top three from this list. Okay. Um, to go from there. Um, all right. So we're going to start from number 25. So we're going to count down to one. So Captain America, the Winter Soldier, number 25. Oh, thank Jesus. <laughs> it's like, please be on the list. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, R, number 24. um it. would I have we expected that to be higher,
1: honestly. Yeah, okay.
0: John Wick chapter 4 23 uh, number 22 is fast five 21 okay. is Latino royale okay 20 is ip man uh which i have not seen any of those oh that
1: if if you like donnie ed and you're into like martial arts movie ip man is totally totally like
0: is, is it ip man i should have said that sorry it's okay yeah you know i'm into i'm in a world of ip man. that's just yeah. <laughs> so No um number 19 independence day Okay. Agreed. uh, Number eighteen, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Number seventeen, The Raid: Redemption. I'm loving this list. I'm loving this list. Number sixteen, The Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Okay. Uh, Number fifteen, True Lies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) yes Number fourteen is Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. Number thirteen is Hard Boiled. Number 12 is Speed. Number 11 mm-hmm. is one of my favorite just movies of all time. Not just action movies, but favorite movies, which is The Rock. I love The Rock. Yes. The Rock is incredible. Number 10 is Mission Impossible, Impossible Fallout. Oh, can, that's uh, good. Now we're in the top, top 10. Uh, number 9 is Robocop. Yes. Number 8 is Predator. Number seven is Kill Bill Volume One. Um, Number six is The Matrix. Number five is Mad Max: Fury Road. Yes. Four is Aliens. Yes. Um, Number three is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold. We got two left. There's there's
1: one movie on my mind that better be. Oh my God! If it's not okay. What do you think? What do
0: you think? I'm. I'm Where is
1: my Terminator Two?
0: Okay. Um, that's it that's all so, yeah so uh number two is die hard and number one is terminator two <laughs> um awesome. so I, i'm with you on that um terminator two is a perfect again yeah. it's one of those things not just an action movie it's just a perfect movie yeah like it's so good and it's it is my favorite action movie of all time too like like it's gosh it's such a good movie like it's I a fantastic yeah. um, Terminator Two um so out of those what would be like your top three if you were to pick just a top three if i'm gonna go top three
1: i mean okay if i had to pick something from like the road warrior mad max series i think it would have been fury road oh
0: yeah
1: um for sure it's it's oh my god um i think that would be top three terminator two obviously is also my number one as well um see and then i think like it's the question of like is it considered action you know what I mean? Like, like, where, what genre would you put the first Jurassic Park movie in? I don't think that's an action movie, but I would like, is that's, it sci fi or is it?
0: i have honestly, honestly, I'm, 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 I've always considered Jurassic Park to be a horror movie.
1: Because that's what I was going to say. I think, like, you know, that's the most effect, the most effective scenes are horror scenes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I would, I would, I would classify it as action, I think. I think. Right? Like, no you're
1: right though you're right like that's crazy that's that's crazy so I, I i think that just talks that just kind of speaks to how amazing jurassic park is it's yeah. kind of hard to put it into a category well, uh oof. but yeah terminator 2 fury wrote off the top of my head um i'm glad that winter soldier is on the list mm. um if a marvel movie was going to make it it should have been that um by the way not to throw the subject uh, off completely uh i really enjoyed the first episode of secret invasion um, it. it was cool um it's kind of in the vein of winter soldier it's like yeah. that spy thriller kind of thing anyway um maybe it man maybe crouching tiger i feel like i want to put like a, an asian like martial arts movie in there <laughs> um i I've, i'd probably throw a bruce lee movie in there i'd probably put enter the dragon in that too um mm-hmm. just for the sake of putting a classic movie on there um Yeah, I don't know. What about you? What would you say your top three are?
0: Terminator One is number one for sure. Like Mm -hmm. it's just again, it's a perfect movie. The Rock has always just always stuck with me, and just another perfect movie. Like it, I love Ed Harrison. It's so much. (laughs) He's got this really great turn that I just think is fantastic. Like he's this scary villain at first, but then he like just kind of he does what any kind of good. I I guess I don't want to say good villain, but like when you see a villain who truly changes his ways, like he's the kind of example of that, right? Like he was doing what he was doing because he thought it was right, but then he realized what he was doing and he stopped doing it. And I think the way his arc flows is just like perfect. Like there's mm. there's, there's just not a lot of room. And, and that's Michael Bay too at his best. Like yes. that's like as a good storyteller, as a good filmmaker, like that movie when, when you know, in a world where someone's like hey i've never seen a michael bay movie what should i watch i'm like go watch the rock um and then oddly enough the next movie i recommend is ambulance because i actually really liked ambulance you should
1: check that out i heard yeah i heard that
0: i thought ambulance was great um, but like his early stuff like the rock and uh, bad boys Two, is also one of my fa- like i love bad boys Two. bad boys for life was amazing too i, I, I thought that was really good um But yeah, like a lot of his stuff. um, But then he kind of gets Armageddon was fun. Like he does fun movies, right? But then like there's a point where he's just kind of like unbearable. Like the Island, great. (laughs) you know, you and McGregor and Scarlett Johansson. What could go wrong? Yeah. Leave it to Michael Bay. Um, Yeah. Rock Mm -hmm. is uh, Sean Connery. Uh, It's just so good, and Nicolas Cage. Like Nick Cage is just going all Nick Cage. Like he's. Like, I think more so than even, like, Con Air and all those other 90s action movies he did, like, he's just, like, he's chewing the scenery every single scene he's in. Like, he's just amazing. And, and just some of the stupid, like, rock <laughs> stuff is just so dumb, but so funny. And the scene at the end, which is just so iconic, when he's holding the flares. Yeah, up, and then that shot, like... Every time I watch that, like, I know what's going to happen, but I'm still, like... Call off the jets, man, like call off the jets. Like, it's just such a great moment. And that's, that's Michael Bay right there. Like inducing a feeling and a, 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 um, something in you, like without saying any words, like he does that so perfectly. Like he's good with those camera shots, right? Like in bad boys, I know it's been mimicked and it's been made fun of, but where they're standing up and the camera's kind of zooming around and you see shit's going down and they're like, sweaty and like drama but it's such a dramatic angle that it works really well with the music and it's just so good so michael DeBay bay does best and i think the rock he does just that's i love that scene where he's on the ground and the flares it's just such a perfect shot Um, i
1: could do a whole
0: podcast talking about michael bay um we will we will by the way okay cool Yeah, because uh, when you were in San Francisco last year, I think I was like, all I I know there's all these other classic things come from San Francisco. Like there's all these movies. I just was thinking of The Rock. Like I need to go see The Rock. This is where they drove down in the Humvees, the yellow Humvee. Like this is all the stuff that that, that was happening. Like I love that movie so much. Number three, um, number three is a little bit tougher because like so many that like, Cause those are the two movies that I consider to be perfect action movies. I would probably put, I'd probably put Raiders of the Lost Ark, to be honest. Um, I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of those movies that's just perfect, even though I don't really see it as much as an action movie as I can adventure you know right, right. Um, But i mean you can't you can't beat it like if it's on like you're going to watch it any of the first three we were talking about indie earlier today uh early on the show so um yeah i'd put those as my top 3 i think yeah okay
1: i'm going to i'm going to edit my my top 3 really quick uh, Termin- terminator 2 for sure <laughs> um mad max fury road and just cuz i love this movie hot fuzz um, i think that's that's a super legit action movie hilarious one of the greatest Um, maybe my favorite when it comes to um edgar wright's movies trilogy um and it's it kind of is like the scream of action movies or it's just like they talk about action movies in the action movie um which is kind of cool it's like you've never seen bad boys too um love that movie
0: i actually we watched that right before i went up to seattle and I, i i was just on prime and i was like oh i'll put this on again oh my god it is it's just so funny and it is like the scream of horror and i love though i love one thing i love i was talking to cassie about this about how edgar wright is just like you know what i'm gonna make an action movie but i also kind of want to make a slasher <laughs> yeah like all these other things and it's great right, uh, good <laughs> yeah like and he does it perfectly even the, the like because it legitimately feels like a slasher at points right mm-hmm. like going around killing everyone and you're like well, like what is it? What is this? Like a like, yeah, I understand it's an action comedy, but it's also like a slasher. And like it's got all these different elements to it. And Simon Pegg and um don't let me fail him. Um uh, Nick, Nick Frost. Nick Frost, Nick Frost, yes. are yeah. just uh perfect. Yeah, the bad boy stuff, the point break stuff. Point break is one actually I would come that's with well, yeah. How was that not on the list? I Crazy. love point like, um, fantastic. Nick,
1: so good um i that movie is so quotable by the way and i used to quote like so when students would ask me for ten, like over 10 years like i'm like oh is it okay if i turn this in late night i always respond with yarp um and <laughs> yeah. they're like well, what and i'm like I, yes 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 sure go ahead um i always have to like stop because i'm like yarp that's yeah. everything.
0: Oh, I love that. Well, thank you guys for checking out the show. Thank you guys for listening. Let us know what your guys' favorite action movies are. I'd love to know. Um, does anything on that list, like, land on your list? I hope it does, because those are some of the greatest action movies of all time. Man, um, Like you said, though, when you were talking about it, RRR, I feel like should have been higher. I love RRR, too. Also,
1: no, I mean, I could have... There's no animated movies in there, but I would... Puss and boots should have been on oh, that list too 100%. So. 100%.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, definitely. So, um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for checking out the show. As always, you could find us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, Instagram. Christian, where can they find you?
1: Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Christian, Nakorda, no space. Uh,
0: yeah, find me. Awesome. Yeah. You can find me, Kevin Hoskinson or Kevin underscore Hoskinson on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, if you want, I guess, Pinterest, wherever. Um, Yeah. Give us a follow, give us a like, let us know how we're doing. And we love to hear from you. So thank you guys for checking out the show. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, take care of yourselves and each other and also stay nerdy America. Bye-bye.